right, what's up, everybody? Art Morrison the third here. You already know what time it is. The third degree podcast, episode three. I guess technically kind of season two if, if season one was like, you know, the compilation of all our old episodes. But this is um, our third official episode speaking from basically a place of like this new podcast structure. So if you guys are just now tuning in for the first time, thank you. If you've turned into our old podcast, the third podcast, simply the third. Now it's the third degree podcast. If you tuned in um, to our earlier episodes, then, you know, there's going to be some differences in the way we structure the podcast and our topics and what we're talking about um, today is kind of a generic one and special episode, even though I call every episode special. And, um, you know, it's a 2020 recap as well as, uh, I guess, foreshadowing 2021 or, um, you know, New Year's resolution, if you will. Uh, yeah, all that good stuff, typical stuff. But before we get into that, I want to thank everybody who tuned in to the last 25 episodes for the month of December through Christmas of the top 12 episodes of the third podcast and the top 12 episodes of the Hoop Chatter podcast, which was my podcast where we talked strictly basketball with me and all my basketball buddies. We'll still be having segments of of those episodes on here, but um, in the meantime, in between time, um, we're just going to be talking about everything, lifestyle, business. Sports, I'm squeezing it all in. But for today, like I mentioned earlier, we're going to really dive into a recap of not only my 2020, but overall 2020, squeezing some inspiration in between. And then obviously, you know, it wouldn't be a New Year episode if we weren't talking about what to expect in 2021, not just for my brand, but for me as a person and me, um, Shoot, as a man trying to grow and navigate through this thing called life that we all trying to navigate through together, separately, individually, as families, as communities. Um, so I want to talk about all that. But anyway, first things first, man, 2021 um, obviously has been a difficult year, no matter how optimistic you try to be or how like, you know, I, all year you see a lot of people shaming people for, um, for lack of a better word, complaining about their 2020 experience um with you know i don't condone that at all my thing is like we part of growth is accepting when something's not going well and it's clear that no matter who you are 2020 was a tough year on everybody whether it be financially but more importantly from a loss perspective right america lost um you know over a hundred thousand people due to the coronavirus pandemic um, and then a ton of people still related to the coronavirus pandemic in regards to our lockdown or our quarantine. We lost a lot of people from divorce. We lost a lot of people from um, suicide and mental illness, mental health. So it was a tough and gloomy year all throughout, not to mention um, also hundreds of thousands of businesses lost. You guys know me, you know my brand. I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a businessman. It's one of my passions. It's core and dear to my heart. Um, and I was fortunate, which I'll get to in a little bit, to have my businesses, one of them actually flourish um, and blossom during 2020. And, and one of them who actually suffered quite a bit, but still survived and endured nonetheless. So I'm extremely blessed. I'm also blessed not to have lost anyone due to the coronavirus. Didn't even really have too many people who like had the virus and was on the edge or in the hospital. 
So, you know, I'm knocking on wood because the virus is not gone. And, and at New Year's, I know the ball's not dropping, but at New Year's when the ball drops, the coronavirus is not going to disappear. So we still have to maintain being safe, being cautious, being smart, um, being clean, all that good stuff. But for the sake of a year recap, I'm very blessed to have made it through the full year without many of the issues that I've seen close friends and loved ones have um, in regards to loss in business, in family, in money, in jobs, right? So a lot of people suffered this year all because of the pandemic, but the pandemic wasn't the only thing that happened in 2020. There was a lot more to happen that made it a very difficult year and a very down year, if you'll call it that. And I'll bounce back. This is not going to be a typical 2020 complaining podcast episode. Um, But I do want to, like I said, to grow, you got to recognize the space for growth and where, you know, there was pain and where there was hurt um, and where there was rock bottom. So, you know, we could rise from it like a phoenix. So, you know, another thing that really consumed this year and um, especially in the black community, my community, was another year of senseless killings of unarmed black people at the hands of our government, our police departments, right? And more importantly, at the hands of white people. Um, so, you know, most famously this year, you got the the death and murder of Ahmaud Arbery, who was famously jogging through a neighborhood that some people in that neighborhood didn't felt he belonged, came up with a reason why they thought they needed to be a judge, jury, and executioner. And they, they took his life during a jog. Shortly after that, um, there was the senseless killing and probably the, the most viral of a white police officer leaving his knee on a man's neck for over eight minutes until that man suffocated to death, screaming, I can't breathe once again. Um, and no, we're not talking about Eric Gardner, but we're talking about George Floyd, uh, who had his life taken. And then there was Breonna Taylor, who whose house was seized under um, an unethical warrant. I'll, I'll use that term. Um, and police broke protocol and ended up killing um, an innocent woman who was actually an EMT, who, you know, was what, what we would call this year an essential worker, right? Someone who... Um, lives to serve us, like literally makes a living from serving us and being there for us in need of emergency response or whatever, whatever. So those three, three things, obviously their, their deaths are extremely sad and tragic. Unfortunately, this has been happening really forever, history of black people in America, but um, in the social media and internet era, this has been happening all like my whole adult life, right? From 2010 or I think um, Trayvon Martin in 2012 was like really the biggest one that that kicked it off. And that wasn't even by the hands of a cop. It was just by the hands of a non-black man who felt like he needed to protect his neighborhood by killing a teenager. Uh, and from then, it just went on and on and on with, with, with killing. So not to take away from the killings of this year, but my point in saying all that is um, that part was extremely tragic but what was more tragic to me and where i stand was um, the reaction first of all i love how america black america and all of america came behind and we saw some of the largest protests in the history of this country um, regarding this matter and really galvanized around all three killings and and really stood up 
to our justice system as it stands, to police and all of that as a nation. Um, so I do want to recognize that first. But with that, obviously, comes the opposite. With that comes um, the response of people who clothed, uh, showed clear racism and a clear opposing perspective of what it means to be black, what it means to be white, the privilege of being white, and what it means to actually receive justice. And we saw um, not only those opposing people show their true colors in regard to the actual subject matter of innocent people, black people who historically have been abused in this com in this country, but that's a different story. Um, but forget, not only showing the true colors in regards to this matter of unarmed black people being killed in America, but then taking that step further and showing their true colors in how black people who have been oppressed for hundreds of years in this country and other people, because other people did fight back with us this time around, how we reacted to these killings. No matter what we did, there was no approval from this opposing party of white supremacists and racists, um, whether they were in office or just regular people or white trash in, you know, Midwest America, right? Um, put them all in one bubble of the opposing party of anti-Black Lives Matter movement people. Um, you know, really spend the energy all year to smear the what the term Black Lives Matter means, I can't speak too much on the actual organization, um, but I know the term was very powerful and it was used um, by hundreds of organizations who stood up on the Black Lives Matter and Black people's behalf. Um, but like I said, the opposing parties um, really showed their true colors when it came to their reaction and, and, and what they thought was the correct or proper reaction um, from an oppressed people when more oppression occurs. And we also saw media swindling, right? Um, protesting is one thing, looting is another, but we saw certain media outlets merge the two um, to the point where the general public of this opposing party or people who felt like the reaction of black people and people who were fighting for black people was outlandish or violent or inappropriate right and so now all of a sudden we have this huge divide in a nation during a pandemic that led to um a huge civil unrest that put a heavy an extremely heavy weight as a black man especially on my shoulders i've felt in my businesses whether it's clients patrons or partners i've, I've felt the weight on my shoulders from those who may have been a part of that opposing party, right? Who may have been white or of a different race who began treating me different because I was a black man or because they knew I was protesting or because they knew my stance on this matter without taking a second to even try to understand. Um, you know, I felt it. So if I felt it, I know that everyone in the country in my position felt it as well. And it was this dark cloud that set over the country from the first announcement of Ahmaud Arbery's murder and George Floyd's murder all the way through to the non-conviction of Breonna Taylor's murderers. Um, on the bright side, a lot of work was done. A lot was brought to light. Organizations like the NBA or Nordstrom were, you know, who, who really fought 
Um, you know, Amazon and Jeff Bezos putting Black Lives Matter on Amazon, one of the highest visited websites in the world. You know, like so there were steps taken to change people's outlet and change people's opinion on the matter. So there was a lot of positivity. But at the end of the day, when we were talking about recap in 2020, there was definitely a dark cloud regard, regarding this matter. Three people. It was more than three people, but three people shouldn't have to famously die unarmed on camera for there to be changed. So anytime anyone dies, it's tragic. Right. So um, but then I'm not done complaining about 2020. We're almost done. And then we'll get to the bright side in a second. But then you got the matter of the election and the president who is arguably or not arguably racist or white supremacist. And that translates to Democrats and Republicans, which translate to, okay, Republicans are better for black people or worse for black people. And Democrats are secretly against black people and all of that causing more civil unrest and more divide for the latter three or four months of the election. So if the election is November, right? The month of November is a nightmare. October is a nightmare. September is a nightmare. And really, honestly, August is when it really started to become a nightmare, where the campaigns really start to kick up. And now we're we're nitpicking and paying close attention to how our uh, irresponsible president reacts to things on Twitter or in the media or in his press conferences. And then how our leading candidates react and, and, and where that leaves us as black people in a nation and then just as people in a nation and who we align with. And I've seen families separated and and severed and, and, and wars on social media, um, all regarding who should lead this country, who we're all agreeing um, is in a terrible place regarding social injustice, regarding the pandemic, and, you know, much, much more. Obviously, those aren't the only issues in America or in the world, right? We talk about extreme poverty. We talk about so many other things. So all in all, this contributed to 2020 being a tough, tough time for everyone. So it's okay on this podcast episode, anyone listening, um, anyone who's having a recap, like I'm having family over tonight to talk about like New Year's resolutions and recaps of the year. So anyone who's having those conversations and wants to complain, I'm using complain loosely. It's a bad word to use, but I'm using it about 2020. You have the right to do so. Get it out, spew it out. It's healthy to talk about not in a joking way, but really talk about some of the pain we went through for 2020. Now, time for the positive part. I want to spend most of the time, I mean, we already 15 minutes in. I don't want this episode to go over 30 minutes. So I'm going to spend this next 15 minutes really talking about, and I hope you guys are proud of me. I, I have no guests on this episode. I invited some. I struggled to get in guests because I'm recording this right now, actually, on New Year's Eve. So um, I'm on here I'm alone. I don't really like monologuing, but... Here I am, and um, actually, while I'm doing this, it's very therapeutic to speak through it. Highly recommend it for anybody out there who um, doesn't like recording themselves speaking. But anyway, I'm going to spend this last 15 minutes talking about what I learned from all these things on 2020, the good stuff that happened in 2020, and how I'm going to apply it and what I intend to manifest in 2021. So let's go back pre-pandemic, right? We ain't got no masks, just toilet paper on the shelves, there's hand sanitizer in your car. Um, but you ain't really using it like that and you just living your life before the pandemic kicked off before there was huge news of black people being killed in the streets of America at the hands of police and, and other white people who think they're allowed to just kill people. 
Um, and before the election had a dark cloud looming over us and our families, um, life was normal and we were actually having a good year over here personally. January 16th is my birthday. I closed on, um, it wasn't my first flip property, but it was the first property. If you guys don't know, I have a real estate company, United Home Relief. Shout out to United Home Relief at United Home Relief on Instagram and everywhere else. If you want to follow it, we fix and flip properties. We also own a nice real estate portfolio of six properties right now where we collect rent. And yeah, I'm a real estate guy. I'm one of those guys. I invest in real estate. My brother's a real estate expert, taught me a lot. And I'm finally at the point financially and mature, really, if that's a word, where I can really fully dive into business. My girlfriend and I partnered on this business, United Home Relief, and 2020 actually was the best year ever. So it kicked off like this. January 16th, we closed on our first property by ourselves. Um, and we were extremely excited. At the same time, we had another property under contract that was going to double our monthly rent income. Excuse me, triple our monthly rent income as, as soon as we bought it. So we were really excited. January was great. It's my birthday. Got a property. Got another property in the works. Things are looking up. Um, at the end of January, one of my idols, someone who I've looked up to my whole life, one of the only people in the world who I would say I'm a fan of, because I'm not even like a fan kind of guy. I'm a huge fan of this guy. This person was my hero. Um, by now, I'm sure it's obvious. You guys know I play ball. I'm 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, Kobe Bryant. I get news while I'm on the basketball court training, um, because I own a youth basketball organization that trains hundreds of kids a year. I get news. And I think it's a joke of Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. I'm thinking it's a bad joke from TMZ or somebody photoshopped it or you know with social media these days you never know obviously in hindsight we find out that the news is true and the next two three weeks would just be a tragic two or three weeks of just really reflecting and just like almost not understanding how someone could just die in such a tragic way um, without us knowing or understanding that it was going to happen right you know like cancer hits a little different um you know, addiction, things like that hit a little different, right? When you think about the Whitney Houston's, the Michael Jackson's, even Chadwick Baldwin, who um, ended up passing later in 2020 um, due to, it wasn't colon cancer. Um, uh, I forgot what, long story short, it was cancer, right? Uh, I don't know why I'm having a, a brain block. But anyway, Kobe Bryant passes, and it's just, it leaves me confused and feeling a little empty because that was a huge portion of my life from probably age 15, 14, all the way till now. I was following this guy's move, high walks, high talks, his mentality, his famous Mamba mentality. I'm doing air quotes if you guys can't see me. And now this person is, is gone in his prime. It was hurt enough that he retired in 2016. I didn't know who to be a diehard fan for. But now he actually passed. And I can't even follow his endeavors as a businessman or his fatherhood, right? I can't follow those things. So essentially I lost a hero. So it was a really tough year. I go through that whole spiel, not only to talk about how bad 2020 was. Like, okay, it makes 2020 even worse, right? You got Kobe died, pandemic, racial injustice. Um, You know, uh, what was the last one? Oh, the election, right? Um, uh, a country divided. Um, But I'm going back to the beginning in Kobe's death because that's one of the things that really set the tone for the theme of 2020. And it was almost like starting fresh, starting uh, 
a clean slate and going about all my business with a new understanding and a new appreciation for life. So what it did was actually prepared me for what 2020 was about to, I mean, we didn't know at the time, but what 2020, the cards or the hand that it was about to deal me. So later when the pandemic comes and things shut down and I have to close down my youth basketball organization, which is at the time, because it was early on in, in my real estate career, um, the basketball organization, it, it was booming more than it's ever been. But in March, we ended up having to, having to close the doors. And in doing that, we lost a ton of money, three, $4,000 a month, and, and then some, right? There was refunds. There was, we had to honor credits later in the year, but like we had to keep myself and my lady on, on, on payroll, right? right? So we're going to eat for the next four months, right? So it made things really messy for us financially, very difficult. Um, and, you know, real estate ended up saving it later. I'll talk about that in a little bit. But the biggest takeaway from it all, starting off with the passing of Kobe Bryant and the tone of what I want to speak on the topic for today, basically, going into 2020 and ending 20, um, no, going into 2021, excuse me, and ending 2020, I want to talk about the power of reflection, the power of reflection. So from the minute Kobe Bryant passed away in January of this year, and then everything that transpired and made 2020 such a bad year, during all that time, I was in this state of reflecting. I actually had time to sit at home and think about everything that I had going on, who I wanted to be as a person, who I wanted to be as a businessman, what my future looks like. Basically, we had a ton of time on our hands from the from 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 quarantine, obviously. But not only did we have time on our hands, but we also were and and this is going to be a wild term, so just get ready. But we also were blessed with tragedy. We were blessed with a bunch of things that forced us to reflect. Like right now, if it wasn't a pandemic and all these bad things were happening and somebody locked you in a room by yourself, you're going to be on your phone. You're going to find a, a, a show on Netflix to get into. You're going to call your homeboy and talk on the phone or your homegirl and talk on the phone. You're going to do so many things with that time. The last thing that you're going to do is reflect meditate, pray, right? It's literally like, that's not the first thing you're thinking about. Like, ah, I'm alone. So this is what I'm about to do. Um, So, you know, not only did God and the universe set me up for a year of reflection with the death of Kobe Bryant, but then it actually equipped me with the setting to reflect with the quarantine. It really made me sit my butt down and look at, okay, what direction are you actually headed? I know where you want to go, but what direction are you actually headed? And how do you pivot it to make sure you're going in a direction that aligns with your purpose and that aligns with everything that you say you supposedly align with? And oftentimes, like, we do a lot of things because we feel it's the right thing to do or outside forces make us think this is what we should do. But it doesn't align with what we are saying in our heads and in our hearts every single day that we actually want to do. And I'll give you an example in a second. So, for example, I had um, at the beginning of this year, I had a clothing line. My girlfriend had a clothing line. I had my real estate company. I had two podcasts. Um, you know, I own several properties. Obviously, I had a rental car business. 
I had all these things and I always was innovating, creating new things because I was fighting to make more revenue for myself. And um, I honestly was headed down a path of becoming a slave to my businesses and becoming a slave to um, my innovation. And it's something I always promised myself that I would never do. The reason why I'm an entrepreneur, because I don't like working for other people. I don't like being obligated. And I always want to be able to go in a direction that God leads me, the universe leads me, my insights, right? That inner feeling that something leads me. And you can't do that when you're strapped down in certain situations. And I ended up at the end of 2019, going into 21, I started making those straps, clawing at the wall, fighting for anything that would create revenue because I thought money would be what freed me. Um, so I got to go make more money by any any means necessary. And I ended up innovating. I, I think I had also had two online courses, um, all these different things going into 2020. After the death of Kobe Bryant, um, it actually made me even go harder with this philosophy because I'm like, yo, we don't know when's going to be our last time. We got to go after everything we said we want. And, you know, that whole thing, you know, when you, you experience loss or it was just a huge wake up call. Then after that, the pandemic hit and this reflection time came and it forced me to reflect on all this. And I'm sitting here in front of you today with half of those things that I mentioned, I consolidated down and I chopped down. Not only did it free up my time and free up my mind, it made me feel better. It felt more natural. And it also allowed me to become overall a more quality person because now everything that I'm doing from the time with my girlfriend, time with my family, all of my businesses, they all improved in quality because I had less things I had to split my energy up into. And it was one of the most liberating things to happen this year. And as a result, my youth basketball organization started making money during a pandemic, during a time that was supposed to be our toughest time. We started innovating new ways to make money and grow the company in a way that wasn't taking more of my time and more of my energy. Even bigger than that, my real estate company, same exact thing. We started developing strategies and said, okay, this is what we do. This is what we do well, and we're going to stick to this. And my real estate company started seeing much more success. We ended up, like those first two properties I told you about in January that we had, we ended up buying three more this year um, and you know, breaking $1.5 million in transaction, um, as well as breaking over a million dollars in equity and gross revenue. So it was a huge year for us from a real estate perspective. And I don't know, like it's easy for me to sit here and say, man, we made all that money and we did this well. Imagine if it wasn't a pandemic. And honestly, I have said that as early as yesterday. Imagine if it wasn't a pandemic, then we would have tripled up on our money. We would have this, we would have that. But here today on this podcast, the spirit of reflection this year, 2020, consolidation, right? Reflection, consolidation, um, awareness, self-awareness, awareness of my business is in part, and when I say in part, I'm really majorly part, like 70% responsible for the successes, every single success that we had this year. Every single thing from new cars that we got to me and my girlfriend strengthening and building our relationship to companies growing, revenue, people that I've touched, people that I've impacted. All of that was due to me having not only the time due to a global pandemic and a freaking uh, national quarantine or global quarantine, really, as well as some loss, 
um, whether it be Kobe Bryant, right, whether it be finances, all of that mixed in a pot was the secret sauce and the formula that ultimately pushed me to realize during my reflection all the things that I needed to do to create the perfect life. To me, my perfect life. During a time where all year long, as a joke or seriously, we're tweeting and we're putting up how terrible 2020 is. And like, oh man, it's that 2020 stuff. Oh, 2020 can't get any worse. Oh, this would only happen in 2020. All year, during a year that's historically one of the worst years of our generation, during that time, I somehow figured out how to create the perfect life for myself in the coming years. Um, so I'm saying all that to say as I wrap up this quick 30-minute segment going into 2021, after a year of reflection, having a spirit of reflection, spirit of consolidation, spirit of peace and peace of mind, um, that was my biggest lesson for 2020. And I can't take the or can't wait to take that into 2021. So for 2021, my resolution in the last 30 seconds, we're finally getting to my resolution. After a year of reflection, growth, and peace, my resolution in 2021 is to um, align better spiritually with the universe. And I say that just to reach everybody who's listening to this, God, Allah, whatever. I want to take that reflection and all these realizations and dedicate it to a stronger alignment with, in my case, I am a Christian, a stronger alignment with God, a stronger spiritual alignment. And I can't wait to see where that mentality and that new discovery takes me. So you may not be spiritual. You may not have had the same year that I had. But I encourage everybody on here, whatever your New Year's resolution might be, I'm encouraging everyone to take, I mean, I don't know when you're listening to this, but take a second, reflect on your 2020, look at your resolution. Align it with whatever your um, religion or belief might be um, and really dedicate yourself to being in tune with the universe. This is something that I was super big on growing up, being an athlete, and it allowed me to have all the successes that I had as an athlete, right? I was constantly giving everything to God, um, giving everything to the universe. I understood what I could control and could not control. And if you read my book, Overcome, then you understand that all of that mentality came from tragedy, every single bit of it. It came from um, a divorced home. It came from a lot of moving when I was younger. It came from um, not coming from the best financial situation or being poor, if you will. It came from um, family issues. I mean, domestic issues. It, it came from all of that. It came from injuries, right, in the sports world. Um, it came from tragedy, that mindset of I'm out of control. I'm not in control. Let me give it to God or let me give it to the universe or, or you know what I mean? Let me understand that I'm not in control and only to control what I can control and to make life easier on myself. All my early successes came with that. And as I became an adult and was forced to have more control, I started losing my way. Because as an adult, right, like you have to make money. You're responsible. It's time to have a kid. It's time to get a dog. It's time to buy a house. And you force your way into control. And I lost my way of basically giving 
Um, and I, I'm, I'm using the term God. If that makes anyone uncomfortable, sorry, I guess. But just replace what I'm saying with Allah or Buddha, or Jehovah, whatever you might believe. Right. This isn't a, a religious podcast episode, but aligning spiritually with the universe. Um, understanding you're not in control and you can turn tragedies like the year 2020 um, into blessings in the year 2021. So that's my goal for 2021, taking everything that I learned from the 2020 tragedy, the tragedy from the death of Kobe Bryant all the way to civil unrest um, and the and the senseless killings of unarmed black people in America to the, the poop show of a, uh, I'm trying to stop cursing too. That's another resolution. That's why I didn't say shit show. I said poop show. It's my last curse word, 31st. I'm allowed one. It's my last one. Um, but the poop show of the election and the divide in our nation, right? All of that. I I was able to take all of that as well as the quarantine time to reflect and um, create this resolution of aligning all of my losses and wins um, with God, with the universe, and in hopes, trading that in, in hopes to have clearer vision, less weight on my shoulders, and more space in my arms, space in my bag, space in my cart to receive my blessings. I was crowding it up so much, trying to control everything, trying to do more, trying to force money, make revenue, this, that, that I forgot that even in a storm, a storm like 2020, or even in blessings, we're never in control. By understanding we're not in control, um, and by giving it to the universe, man, we can really uh, really create space for our blessings. So I'm excited for blessings in 2021. I don't know about you guys. I'm sure if you listen to podcasts often, every podcast person is talking about this same thing. And my blessings are coming in 2021 and blah, blah. So I'm sorry that this episode was cliche. I don't care. I wanted to share it with you all. Peace and love to all you guys for listening. I'm extremely excited for this next year because this was hands down. Like, yo, this was like a master's degree rolled in one year for me. It was like the biggest year from teaching moments. Not only was there tragedy and loss and all that, but there was also successes. There was also a whole lot of education and mentorship through experience and all that good stuff. So overall, 2020 actually selfishly was one of the best years of my life, but I do recognize that it was overall one of the worst years for our generation historically. And I'm praying for everybody, hoping everyone bounces back and has a strong 2021, a 2021 as strong that, as I'm about to have because I'm giving all my troubles and I'm giving all my blessings as well um, to God in my case or Allah, Jehovah, the universe, Buddha, Gandhi, whoever in your case, um, I'm giving it up. I'm allowing myself to lose control so that I can receive my blessings. So when you see me being all spiritual in 2021 and see me being at peace and not trying to force stuff and not being stressed and losing more of the hair, that's already gone. Um, understand why. That's because my resolution. And I never, yo, I never do New Year's resolutions because they were cliche. You know what I mean? So I mean, I was even like trying to control that. This is me just, I'm giving in. It's a new year. For the first time in a while, I genuinely feel like it's a new year, right? Not just a day. I was one of those guys in the past, like, it's just another day. Like everybody on that new year knew me, BS. No, I really feel like this is a new year for me. After the year that we just had, I'm coming off a two-week vacation from Christmas to New Year's, and I feel refreshed, and I cannot wait to apply everything that I learned in 2020 to 2021, and I wish you all that same blessing and a glorious 2021. 
I'll catch you all on the next episode of the Third Degree Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe. I've been saying on all the last podcasts, the Third Degree Podcast, it's just Third Degree Podcast. So if you're looking to follow us on Instagram, it's just Third Degree Podcast. I actually probably got to go and change all the descriptions right now because I think I was saying the Third Degree Podcast. But look, we still new. We still starting fresh. We're going to continue to grow for you guys. Third Degree Podcast on Instagram. I'm going to post this full video on YouTube as well because I think it's an important one. And I love all you guys so much. Please share uh, with someone who needs to hear this. Share the podcast as a whole um, because we're trying to grow this thing. And I really think I have some value, valuable information. And so do my friends. And I want to share it and get it out there and also get some information. So if you guys know anybody who who's you know pretty cool and provides some value that people need to know, hit me up. Hit the DMs on third degree podcast on Instagram. And I'd love to have fresh new guests on here talking about whatever their expertise is and help some people out as well as myself, man. Let's grow. Let's reflect. Well, uh, excuse me. Let's grow. Let's reflect. And let's be spiritually aligned in 2021. Peace and love. Art Morrison the third here. And I'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.